Hey everyone, this is Let's Get Practical. This podcast is about church communications from a practical standpoint. It's about what works and what doesn't. It's about helping you cut through all the clutter and noise and getting straight to the point. And today we're talking about it's not what you say, it's what you do. Now, I'm not, this is not a moral lesson, okay? So when I say that, I'm not talking about being duplicitous. But on one level, I guess I kind of am, and I'll explain here in a second. You know, one of the things I think that are really helpful for us is at some point, in when you're working with your church is conducting a survey. Surveys, I think, can be very, very helpful. It can be very helpful to figure out where people are at, figure out some demographics. You know, you can ask questions about taste, preferences, that kind of stuff. Especially if you, you know, especially like we're doing like worship services where you may ask them to take a survey in the middle of worship because you don't have the hard data of actually who's in the room. Maybe your church is like, you know, 200, 300 people you get in a room and you don't know everybody who's in the room. So therefore, you know, you may not know all the people. So uh, they may not be in your church management software if you have Fellowship One or one of those things. So you kind of want to know what do the people think like? You know, what do they, what do they, what matters to them? What worship service time works best for them? Think if you're, imagine you're expanding worship services. You want to figure out what's the best time for you. You want to conduct some sort of survey. You kind of want to have some sort of formalized system by which you're collecting information. So they can be very, very helpful. In fact, I think you, you hear a lot about them, especially this time of year, because there's politics going on. You hear people survey, what candidate do you prefer? And, you know, there'll be polling data and surveys and all that kind of stuff. And in fact, sometimes, though, it's funny is that surveys are used so much that, you know, they're almost kind of almost beaten into us that these are hard, cold facts. And this is what people say, you know, and you people argue, well, my data says people say this and my survey says people say this. And it's specifically like millennials and like age based surveys based around people's demographics. I always think these are kind of interesting. But millennials or Gen Z say they they no longer want to go to church for these reasons because of boom, 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 boom. And it's almost like this narrative kind of forms off this information. So I think they're interesting in terms of how surveys are used. But I think while I think surveys are great, I think there's a problem with surveys. And one of the problems is, is that when we look at surveys, there really are two types of questions we're asking inside of a survey. So when you are polling your people, if you will, okay, let's say you are doing something with small groups or worship service, and you want to kind of figure out, or even better, you want to figure out maybe what communication channel works best for them. There are certain questions that I call that are like hard data questions, and then what I call are soft data questions. Uh, hard data questions are questions like age, duh, things about demographic, occupation, where do you live, um, you know, what's your what's your email provider, you know, those type of things. That's those are those are hard fixed, you know, one or zero questions. It is a yes or a no on this type of questions. You you have a very hard fixed thing that does not change, but the person's mood when they write that that is what it is in that moment. Um, and then you have another set of questions, which are, how do you feel about certain things or what would you prefer? And those really are what I call like soft questions or soft data questions, because there's a lot of things, contextually speaking, that can shape those questions. The time of the day, um, what people aspirationally think about themselves, okay? A good example for me is always like people say, what do you want to do this year? What's your resolution? They say, I'm going to lose weight. That's an aspirational thing that they want to do. Doesn't necessarily mean they're going to do it. Well, that's a whole different subject. But what we tend to do is we tend to take some of the soft data and almost make it fact. Okay. So Gen Xers or Gen Zers or millennials or boomers think this thing. Well, that may be on the whole, given the quite the way the question is shaped and formed, that may be the way they feel. But what I think is interesting is when you look at companies that are large scale companies that deal with data, and I mean by data, I mean they 
they they they may say they work in the, the relationship world, but they're data driven, i.e., Facebook, take Google for example, or even Instagram for that matter. When you look at them, you, you kind of ask your question. I have to ask myself the question: When's the last time you ever got a survey from Facebook or a survey from Google? Um, now they may every once in a while when they have say like a frequently asked question section, they may say, "Would this article helpful? Yes or no?" But they really don't do like a lot of survey. Why? Because they're actually tracking what you do. It's so it, they actually track the things that you actually do. What are the things you actually type? What are the things you actually click on? Where are the things? Does, do you like that red button versus that blue button? Well, no, no, because you click on the red button versus the blue button. They actually have hard data because they're more interested in what you do than what you say. You say you may prefer this thing, but what you actually click on is the other thing. I found this interesting with our church's website. People say they care about certain things and I don't believe I, I don't disagree that they care about them but when they actually go to our website what they actually really do well that's one of the two top things they do is they're searching for our times and location or they're searching for a small group that's one of the things they do the number one thing people do on our website is they search for a small group see what people say they prefer is one thing what they actually do is another thing and I think for a lot of us we need to be focusing more on what our people actually are doing. So when we do surveys, when we find out from people what are the things you uh, prefer, let's try to shape those questions about what you actually really are doing. And or are there ways to do it that it's not survey? Are there ways that we can track this is what people are actually doing? People are actually doing these things. They're clicking here. They're going here. They're doing these things. We see this pattern in there. That's why email open rates and click-through rates to me do matter because this is actually what people actually do. It's not what they say they're going to do or what they say they think. It's actually what they really do. And when you focus on that, you can actually get real information and act makes real change. That's why I think, honestly, why Google and Facebook, Instagram, and a lot of these tech companies have such a defensive moat and why it's so hard to dethrone them is because they have a lot of information about what you do and that to them gives them such a competitive advantage over how you say what you say versus what you do you can do all the informational surveys you want but the reality is when you focus on what people actually do versus what they say you're going to actually give them what they really want they may not know they want that but the reality of it is is how they click on their mouse and how they actually do things actually shows this is actually what they really do want so again, I'm not saying surveys are bad. What I'm saying is, is when you look at surveys, really evaluate them for say for, for what actually is really hard data versus what people actually are saying. And then say, what are actually people really doing? Because when you get down to the really doing part, that's when you can actually really make what I believe is really effective change. So there you go. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Let's Get Practical. I really appreciate it. You can subscribe on iTunes. You can leave us a rating on iTunes. You can also subscribe on Spotify and Google Play as well. Until next time, you all take care. I'll talk to you soon. Thanks. Bye.